What's your favorite scary movie? They mostly come at night. Mostly. Welcome to my world, bitch. Suffering will be legendary, even in hell. Welcome, victims, to the Horgasm Podcast. Kill the lights, lock the doors, get comfy, and prepare for the sexiest and scariest podcast around. I'm Nick, and with me is my co-host, Allie. Spooky spooks! Spooky scary, oh my god. (laughs) Halloween is knocking at our door. She is tip-tapping on the windows. It's... I'm so ready. I love spoopy season. This is, I'm um, excited. I, uh, I see people are, um, for, for October, Yes. they make lists to watch a horror movie every day. Interesting. Yes, if you will do That's that. a lot of commitment. It is. I like, I always wonder people who do that, like, do they, do they have jobs? Do they have kids? Do they go to school? Like. <laughs> who cares? We're watching horror movies. It's awesome. I just like. I, I find it hard to commit, like, a whole, like, two hours of a day, you know, <laughs> to, to watching a movie. I don't know. It's just, like, seems like a lot. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> the the adulting like, but, is, is just is taking over. Think of all the time for activities. Well, like, it's, like, the middle of the week right now, and I got home late, and then we watched the movie, and now, like... Again, it's the middle of the week, and it's 10.30, and we just started recording. Yeah, whatever. I know. And it's just like, but I'm just like, it's so excited. So it's like, ah, I didn't even realize. And we're just like yip-yapping away, looking at our, you know, movies that we're watching in the future, getting excited. And I'm like, it's 10 p.m.? (laughs) (laughs) You're just kind of riding that horror movie high, and you forget, sort of, about time. Because it's, you know, we live in... The prairies, so it gets dark super early right now. So it's been dark literally since I got home. And so I just have no concept of time. Because, <laughs> you know, adults. Yes, adults. Woo-hoo. Yeah, our exec producer is already sleeping right she next to me. She sleeps through like 90% of these, let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> Some people's executive producers. I know, but I think while, while we're gone, and I think she watches them beforehand. Yeah, no kidding. She seems to have a really good grasp on them, so. (laughs) Oh, totally. Oh, gosh. We had a good week this week watching this movie. This was a good one. This was. Hey, kind of fun and action-y. It was, yeah. It's, when it comes to, you know, killer robots, you can't really have more of a psychological thriller. You got to have the robots and the. Yes. The, the shooting and, uh, you know, bleep, bloop, bleep. I was going to say beep, boop, boop, beep. There's <laughs> lots of subtitles. We always watch in subtitles because I'm broken. And uh, the subtitles, a lot of them this week were chittering <laughs> in, like, brackets. <laughs> Whimpering. Yeah. <laughs> Rushing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when I think of, like, a killer robot movie, this is, like, exactly what I think of. Like, 100%. Yeah. Like, robots becoming sentient and even though it's, like, some sort of, spoiler alert, some sort of spacey thing, I'm still not 100% sure. There was a lot of abbreviations and big jargon and talking and I was like, ooh, I'm just going to imagine that 
<laughs> the machines became sentient and started like beep boop 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 kill kill kill. <laughs> but this is exactly it. Like they're talking through computers. They're like taking people and like making them into robots and like yeah. it, it's angry explained, red eyes. They kind of explained it as um, like no body, just just an electrical being. Yes. That kind of took over a space station and got beamed to Earth. Yes. And it's like okay, I need a body. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and I need spare parts. Yes. So. Which is humans. And it's it's too bad how it's this movie didn't didn't not do very well. <laughs> at the Interesting. Box. It didn't really? even, I think it didn't make half of its uh budget? Yeah, it was a it was a critical commercial flop. It the Aww. budget budget seventy five million, it made thirty point seven. Oof. Yeah. Um, sadly, Jamie Lee Curtis claimed this is her worst movie she's ever Really? <laughs> yes. And I enjoyed it. It was, you know, it was very akin to the movie we watched last week, I find. Like, they were both, could have existed in the same universe to me, honestly. And maybe it's just because 90s, but, um, the special effects in this was pretty good, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really so, enjoyed it. a quote to IG, an IGN interview. Curtis had the following say about virus. Oh, no. That would be the all-time piece of shit. It's just dreadful. Oh. That's the only good reason to be in bad movies. Then when your friends have bad movies, you can say, Ah, I've got the best one. I'm bringing virus. Oh, no. And that's too... It has become a cult following. Of course. Uh, I, I, I think she's... I get it. I get where she's coming from. Yes. But it's not the worst movie out there. I not was going to say, I've seen a lot worse. Yeah. Like, I would sit through this ten times before I'd watch that horrible truck one again. <laughs> that Stephen King one. <laughs> oh, Maximum Overdrive? Yes. Really? I would sit through this ten times in a row before <laughs> one more Maximum. I can't, I could not do that movie again. That but was a tough one. It's got Emilio. <laughs> Emilio! <laughs> yeah, that one was painful. Like, I felt myself, like, watching that movie. I could feel myself, like, disassociating. <laughs> oh, no. And becoming, like, being up here somewhere. And then, like, oh, no, I have to talk about this after. And, like, going back into my body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, when I think, especially, like, because we're hitting, oh, going to hit our one-year mark here pretty quick. Very um, quick. Just the amount of movies we've watched, we've watched. I just feel like I have a pretty good grasp on horror movies at this point, especially because I still watch them in my personal life as well, like outside of oh, I do too. outside of the podcast. <laughs> but um, it just yeah, that one always sticks out to me as like if I were to think of a movie that just did not do it for me, that is the one. I think for me it would be My Bloody Valentine. Really? I oh, don't... I forgot about that. I was just like, which one even was that? Which, not a good sign. <laughs> that was the horrible minor one. That was, yeah, that one was <laughs> made rough. no oh, sense. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Man, we've watched some doozies. And there's some new ones coming out that I'm excited to watch. And okay. Review. Like, Alive. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I made you watch that trailer. I texted yes. you about it. Yes. I was like, hey, because I was on TikTok, which is like all that I do with my life. And um, people were saying that it was like um, very similar to Train to Busan. But the pacing was so much better. Oh, good. And the, um, the characters weren't as flawed um, as they were in Train to Busan, which I think kind of actually makes that movie a bit better. Yeah. I like, I love flawed characters, but yeah, I, um, I'm excited for that. Yeah. So that's out. Uh, now that we got kind of movies happening again in theaters. Oh, there's a really good one on, another good one on Netflix. Something about a bridge. Oh, I should have prepped more. <laughs> oh, oh, well. Mistakes were made. That's okay. I'll bring well, them up next time. I'm excited for, for Antlers. I'm still waiting for that one to oh, come yeah. out. Oh, yeah. We've talked about that a couple yeah. times, haven't we? I'm not sure when it's supposed to be out, but it... At some point here it is? Yeah. It looks... I'm excited for that one. That one looks looks good. Did they, like, push it back because of the COVID? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Everything got pushed back. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Damn. Well, I heard that Mulan is kind of shitting the bed, too. Yeah. I heard that as well. That's too bad. Too for bad. a multitude of reasons. It's too bad um, New Mutants uh, <laughs> yeah. didn't do as good as they... I'm sure it'll, it'll do better yes. with the uh, when it goes to DVD and Blu-ray and all that, but... Okay. Um, I heard it... I heard it, it looked good to me. Yes. Uh, I read about it. I heard they're pretty faithful, but the and guy who was originally yes. behind it, he was mad because they changed a few things that he didn't like. See, and I've heard both good and bad things about them. Or about it. And, you know, it's one of those things where, like, I would totally give it a try. I, I don't know. I don't, I, I try not to read into reviews too, too much. Same. Because I never agree with them. Oh, neither do I. I and I feel like we have this talk all the time where it's like, well, I heard that it wasn't too bad. Okay, super random. I watched Charlie's Angels, like the one with Kristen Stewart. Um, oh, no. It was so good. No. It was so good. No. I enjoyed every second of it i watched it with my parents and we were just kind of it was like um we were just watching random movies like we watched the oceans 8 with like the all-female oceans 8 which we'd already seen or was it oceans 11 what did eight, they call eight. it, it i think eight. it's called eight yeah and which i loved i've already seen it though a few times and then we watched um bridesmaids with oh. like a <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic it was just like we were on netflix and it was just like recommended yeah. after you finish a movie and then um uh, Charlie's Angels popped up, and I'm like, oh, that might be fun. And it was, like, it was not bad. Like, I enjoyed It's just an action movie, honestly. Yeah, but. You know? Yeah. But. Uh-huh. To have the director-writer Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, 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 yeah. To come out and say, it's because the men don't like strong women in action movies, Fucking bullshit. <laughs> well, I... No, no, no. I'm not done yet. <laughs> uh-huh. Sarah Connor, Terminator 1, uh-huh. 2, um, Dark Fate. Sigourney Weaver is Ellen Ripley in Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, mm-hmm. Alien Resurrection, kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can keep going. Um, I just can't think of any more at the time. But those two alone. Sure. Female stars, action movies, box office hits sure yeah i think charlie's angels failed more... because it was bad oh, that I plot really liked i haven't it. seen I, I haven't seen it sure but i have no desire to see it because i 
I like the originals. Sure. With uh, Holly Berry. Yes. Uh, Holly Berry. No. no uh, Drew Barrymore. Yes. Come Drew, Drew, Drew Barrymore yeah. and Lucy Liu. Yeah. Loved them. Same. I love those. Those are fun movies. Mm-hmm. It had the goofiness. It had the fun. It had action. It didn't flop because it had a great plot. Right. New Charlie's Angels. It got panned because of the plot, not because. Really. And I yes. thought it was good. I really enjoyed it, honestly, and I felt it was like it's the same sort of goofiness between the the girls. I don't know. I just and like like I don't read that much into what was going on with whatever behind the scenes. I just thought it was a fun movie and I enjoyed it. And, and good for yeah. you. That's yeah, awesome. It was good. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, and again, I'm not one to do a follow up in reviews, but sure. if it's... I, I did watch a trailer for it when it first came, like, yeah, it was announced. Same, same. I'm like, eh. But you know I love Twilight, so I was like, Kristen Stewart is bae. Don't so get me yeah. started on that. <laughs> but you know, but she did good in Underwater. Yeah, yeah. I, it all depends on the role you get. A hundred percent. I think different, even like um, Robert Pattinson, horrible in Twilight. Yep. And he agrees. And you know what? I'm excited to see him in a new Batman movie. I am jazzed. That he trailer looks, looks amazing. He looks like a great Batman. His Bruce uh, Wayne is a little iffy. Yeah. But I, I'm not going to pass judgment yet. Before we see it, yeah. Bingo. It looks very dark like i love how the batmans are turning out to be so dark like yeah. the scene in the trailer where he's like beating that man to death i'm like i love Whoa. that part that, <laughs> it's that, the best part i got goosebumps on that i'm like okay right? this is a brutal batman and apparently oh. this is like year two this is his second year as the role mm-hmm. and i guess i think like, like the riddler is gonna be the big big bad you got yes. you got the penguin you got catwoman uh, i think you got one or two other ones who's supposed yep. to be in it yes. That's scary because too many villains makes it a very muddled Turns into like movie. The um, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man's almost. That I, second one was rough. I didn't mind it. Really? Oh, I liked what they're doing. That's, when I think of the curse of too many villains, that's the one I think of. The one I think of is Spider-Man 3. Yeah, that too. That was And rough. like Sandman was done so well. Like the yes. sand dude. Oh yes. Fuck he was good. That was but then per- why did they have to throw more people in there? Like, I'll tell you I'll tell you why. Okay. Because the um not the network, the the company like the studio. It's a studio, thank you, the studio. They knew that Venom was a huge draw. draw yes. Yes. Oh, I watched Venom for the first time too. Oh, what'd you think? <laughs> I thought it was great. So good. Yeah. I also watched Guns of Kimbo. Okay, we'll get back to Okay, okay. But <laughs> you finish. Because yeah. the studio thought yes. everyone likes Venom. Venom's a huge hit. Everyone talks about Venom. Let's throw him in two. Yeah. And Sam Raimi's like, no, 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 why? No, we got we got Sam, we got the other goblin. Yes. We don't need Ven- put Venom in. How? Make it work. Uh, okay. And then we well, get the, who am the I gonna evil have Toby play- McGuire. <laughs> Not the to- most memeable not, thing. Not, <laughs> yes, yeah, we, get, we get yeah, we get that uh, Tobey Maguire, and we get uh, Topher Grace as Venom, which was a- Eddie Brock. Now that was a, yes and no. It was a good polar opposite of, of Spider Man or Peter Parker. Yes, because Peter Parker is kind of a nerdy guy. Yeah. You get a bit of right. Spider. He's now a kind of buff superhero. Comic wise, Eddie Brock was this huge, muscly journalist. Yes, and he. Um, tried to make a name for himself by making up some stories about the Sin Eater, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He gets caught by Spider-Man. 
um, for faking it, mm-hmm. lost his job, and kind of cursed Spider-Man. He's like, sure. oh, fuck Spider-Man, he fucked me over. Um, and I think he, maybe Peter Parker at the same time, I'm not sure which. Sure. But then Peter lost the, the symbiote suit, it fell down to Eddie Brock as he was about to commit suicide, he was in the church. Yeah. Uh, he was like, Yo, asking for forgiveness because he's Catholic. And boom, became Venom, and the rejection of the Venom symbiote, coupled with Eddie Brock's anger and hate and rage mm-hmm. Spider-Man, and then Peter Parker, because he knew all about him, yes, became just the biggest villain yes. against like his nemesis. You know, just, right. Yo, he's had lots of Green Goblins, uh, Doc Ock, all that. But Venom was the only one who can... He's basically his, his opposite. Yes. And then some. He's mm-hmm. got more strength. He's got the same powers. He can negate Peter Parker's spider sense. Right. Like, he is, like, he's his main villain. Yeah. And, and they took that, but they kind of just cut most of that out for the movie. Mm-hmm. And said, here, Topher Grace, he's mad and bitchy. Yeah. Go it with felt it. whiny. Yes. As opposed to angry. Yes. And that's I, when you get into that scary territory of like, you know, putting it in there just for villain's sake instead of really developing it. Yeah. Which is what I loved about the new Venom is like, you're like feeling bad for him and then you're like mad at him and then you don't understand why he's doing the stuff he's doing. And it's like, you know, you're kind of understanding like Venom's point of view because Obviously, they're like two separate entities, and what? listening to them talk is hilarious. And they got that right from yes. the comics, where it talks to him like they're they're together. They're, they're they call themselves you know we because yes. they are together. Exactly. But also, you get it talking to him and conversing and working things out. For sure. Whereas Superman three, he was just a suit. Yes. There's nothing else to exactly. it besides it being a suit, mm-hmm. and. The, just the look of Eddie Brock was wrong. He yeah. was he was too skinny. I think didn't have, he wasn't imposing enough. Yes, and especially like and I, like I don't I don't like when they typecast people. But he was like fresh off that '70s show. Like I think yeah, I think he left that show to be to a movie. do this. Yeah, and it was like it was just too soon, and he didn't grow as he was literally like um uh what's his face uh Foreman I forget his first name Red Red no, Fo- Red's no. the dad. Eric, 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 Eric Foreman yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, in Spider-Man, yeah. really. Like, there was there was no differentiation between it. Yeah. But, like, speaking of typecast, like I said, I watched Guns Akimbo. I'll just talk this here. We're, we're over-talking top of it. That's not, but that's uh, okay. Who cares? who cares? We can do a quicker review. Whatever. Yep. <laughs> Guns Akimbo was so good. <laughs> awesome. I'll it have to was, watch that. It was ridiculous. Like, speaking of lack of plot... It was the dumbest plot I have ever thought of in my entire life. I, I, it was so stupid. But it was so mindless. Like, I loved it. I loved, loved it. It's, um, the um, main villain in it is um, played by Samara Weaving, who was the main character in Ready or Not. And she is in Bill and Ted's yes. Face yes. Music. Yeah. Which I get to see. I'm obviously that too. I, I want to see this movie yeah. so bad. Yeah, it was. But she plays like a trailer trash, like drug addict. God, like I didn't even realize it was her. I was like, why does she look so familiar? 
And then I looked up the IMDb and I was like, oh my God, I just watched you in Ready or Not. <laughs> but she plays like, oh my God, it's just so good. It's yeah. very and, like... And we got, mm-hmm. yeah, and also, uh, the, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, main character is uh, Daniel Radcliffe from yes. Harry Potter, which which is going to happen. We're going to be on the uh, Beer and Chill one day. And when we do, we're bringing a Harry Potter talk oh, I'm to so excited. Jan and Craig, and they better watch out because... Craig hates Harry Potter. Oh, I, you know what? They brought it up again on um, their new episode yes. of um, with Batman Arkham that they were talking about. And they're like, you know, talk about movies like this or that or Harry Potter. And he's like, not Harry Potter. Well, you know what? <laughs> this is for you, Craig. And then Yon, he kind of plays along. I don't know yes. if he's a big Harry Potter fan. But Craig, I know you hate Harry Potter. When we're on the show, we're going to talk about nothing but Harry Potter. I... And this is a shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good at segues, so watch out. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be oh my It's God. gonna happen soon. I'm not sure when we got talking, we kinda of work things out, but Totally. It's gonna to happen. Yeah. And it's gonna be Harry Potter and nothing but Harry Potter. <laughs> and this is still a shoot. And you know what I'm talking about, Craig. And you're on. So <laughs> Speaking of segues, should we get into the review? <laughs> I think we should, but first we have a little advertisement from Beer and Chill we're gonna throw on there. Speaking of segues and beer and chill. Beer and chill, more beer and chill segues. We got a little advertisement for them. We're going to play and then we'll go into review. Here we go. Yeah. This is your mom's favorite show, Beer and Chill Podcast. My name is Jan. And I'm Craig. And we would really appreciate if you would stop by and listen to our show. We are talking about interesting facts about your favorite movies, games, and TV shows. For example, did you know that Christopher Lee and Ian McKellen had a real-life beef because Christopher Lee wanted to play Gandalf in Lord of the Rings? And many other great facts. We hope you check us out and enjoy the rest of your show. Bye-bye. The Detonator. Where is it? So this week we watched, which we haven't really talked about it a ton, but we got off on a little segue there. Um, We watched Virus, which is a 1999 movie, and it was directed by John Bruno and written by Chuck Farrer and Dennis Feldman. Nice. Yeah, that feels right. Yeah. Oh, creator of the Dark Horse comic book series Virus. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't know um, there was such a thing. I read a bit about it. It was, yeah, it had like uh, comic origins and... Cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this would make a good comic. You can feel that from the um, the effects and whatnot. Hey, yeah. this would be a super cool comic. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Hey, just like robots always make cool comics. They do. I think. Yep. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Well, where did you first hear about this movie? <laughs> Do you want me to say it? Yeah. <laughs> Last week when you said Alana were watching Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, I was re-listening to our episode a couple days ago and I was like, God damn it. I need to like expand my, like, I feel like I have a good grasp on the classics. But when you're like, oh yeah, we're going to watch this movie. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. 
And like, but I, like I, I was into this. <laughs> it's it's fun. Hard. I mentioned uh, to our, our again our, our friend and listener uh, and sometimes guest Tasia. She just like what's 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 the next episode? I'm like virus. Oh, is that like a zombie? I'm like no, no, it's not zombies. It's mm-hmm. it's robots. First off, it's killer robot month. How dare you? Oh, Tasia, <laughs> Jeepers. Goodness gracious! <laughs> but I like in the same breath. Last week when we watched Screamers and the first scene with the things, I'm like, oh, what is that? Is that like an animal? And you're like, Alana, it's killer robot. Oh, right, 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 right. (laughs) So, you know, don't throw stones at glass houses, Alana. (laughs) Yeah, those robots will come and kill you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I remember when this first came out, I never saw it in theaters, but I saw it when it came to VHS. Okay. And I thought, oh, cool. This mm-hmm. isn't a bad movie. I didn't mind it. Um, I knew some of the actors, mostly. Um, Who doesn't know Jamie Lee Curtis? Exactly. Donald exactly. Sutherland, right? That was the two you yeah. know, big ones. And he had William that has Baldwin. has to have been the draw, hey? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel that. I, t- I would have seen it because of that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, he'd... yeah, I remember the trailers for it. It didn't look bad, it looked interesting. Um, yeah, we didn't watch the trailer. I would have been interested. I wonder what did they show in the trailer? Do I you forget. remember. Well, well, we'll watch it after. Like, how would they even? I mean, well, it's in like late '90s, so it'd be very. Uh, I guarantee voiceover. there's an explosion in it. I guarantee. Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> I betcha. Well, do you want to do you want to make a bet? Deal. Okay. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. There's an explosion in the trailer. But I said explosion. Well, yeah, explosion. Yeah, yeah so yeah. 20, 20 bucks for you if okay. there's an explosion in trailer. Okay. Twenty bucks for me if there isn't, and okay. I have not seen this trailer for a long time. So I don't remember. Deal. It's it's on. It's on. We got shake. On. Shake. Uh, oh, my hands kind of wet. Shake. shake. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we sit considerably farther away from. This is kind of social distancing without meaning to be. Sure. <laughs> but I mean, we live each with each other. So Pretty I mean, much. Yeah. Here we are. No, I'm just waiting for you to get sick, and then I'll get sick, and then if you get sick, and yeah, then we're all doomed. Yeah. Hooray! Well, let's go through the actors. Let's do it. We kind of so, already talked. Yeah, so we got uh, Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween fame and <gasps> other... Oh, you mean Freaky Friday isn't her claim to fame? No. Oh, oh, uh, this was... <laughs> did you see that trailer? This is back to talking shop for a second. Oh, ooh, ooh. Um, Freaky. No. I sent you a trailer. It's got, uh, what's his name? Um, f- fuck, what's his name? Um, Vince Vaughn? No. Okay. Anyways, um, teen girl switches bodies with the killer who's doing all these killings right when he kills her. Ooh. And then she has, basically she's in his body, he's in her body. He's still killing, but using her now, her body as you know, a lure. And she's trying to convince her friends that she's who she said she is and not get caught by the police. Interesting. It, it's, it's a very horror take on Freaky Friday. Cool. Hence, Freaky. Right. So. Fun. We'll, we'll, no, watch, that. we'll watch the trailer too after. But uh, for our listeners, you know, check out the trailer. What do you think? Let us know. Yeah. So anyways, Jim Lee Curtis. She plays Kelly Kit Foster. Yes. And she's known for Halloween and... Her mother was the star of um, Psycho. Psycho. Thank you. So, yay. Yeah. Uh, we have a Baldwin. 
A Baldwin is in this movie. William Baldwin as Steve Baker. Did he ever do anything else? Um, well, he, I'm sure he actually did, but they all kind of dip their toes into acting. He was in Internal Affairs, Flatliners, Backdraft. Oh. Um, okay, that's so. some of them. Um, anything recent? Yes. Oh. Um, Backdraft 2. <laughs> Apparently is a direct <laughs> video. I never heard a saw of it. Because um, I didn't even know that there was a, a William Baldwin. But he was good in this. Honestly, he was not a bad actor in this at all. I thought it was, you know, par for the course. He was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. As who? Detective Hunter Rush. Forgetting Sarah Marshall? There was a detective? I uh, haven't seen him for a while. I guess so. Anyways. Love that movie. Uh, we have the great Donald Sutherland as Captain Robert Everton. Yes. He's classic. Fabulous. So, like, smarmy and greasy in this. And super oh. Canadian. Mm-hmm. Hooray for Canadian actors. Yay. And actresses. That's us. Not the actor part, but <laughs> Canadian us. part. Yes. <laughs> we have uh, Joanna Pakula as Nadia, oh dear, Vino <laughs> Gradova. She's Russian. Fine. Marshall Bell as J.W. Woods Jr. What? And that's, that's the guy I was talking about. Uh, he was in Search of Troopers. Yes. He was in um, Total, Recall. Total Recall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great actor. Great oh, actor. So fab. Yeah. Uh, Sherman Augustus as Richie Mason. Yay. Cliff Curtis as Hiko. Oh, he did such a good job. He did. I liked him in this one. He was fantastic. Uh, Julio Oscar... Makoso as, mm, as Squeaky. squeaky. Yep. Yeah. And then we got Yuri Chevotin as Colonel Kaminsky. Keith Flippin as Captain Lonya Rostov. And Levin, oh my goodness, Uchani Shavili as sure. Alexei. Okay. The, the, the Russians. I was going <laughs> to say, I was like, I don't remember any of those people. <laughs> they, were, they were the Russians. Oh, those Russians. Oh, the Russians. <laughs> so, yeah. Fun. Yay. Should we get into the plot? Yes, yes. Oh, good, good. Plot, plot. Plot. So. We start off on the Russian transport. <laughs> we actually do. Acad <laughs> Academic um, Vladislav Volkov, a Russian research vessel, vessel, <laughs> a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chekhov, you were a darling in Star Trek. Oh, my God. A research vessel in the South Pacific communicates with the orbiting space station Mir. A large energy source traveling through space strikes Mir, killing the cosmonauts and beaming itself down to Volkov. The electrical uh, surge takes over the ship and attacks the crew. I cannot talk right now. Wow. That's okay. Just tongue-tied. <laughs> Seven days later, the tugboat Sea Star, captained by alcoholic Robert Everton. <laughs> oh, Wikipedia, you are... You are a joy. <laughs> Loses its uninsured cargo while sailing through a typhoon. One. Why sail through a typhoon? Like. And an uninsured. Like. <laughs> yeah. Insurance so, is expensive. You know? Yeah. And he and uh, Everton was very. He was very keen on not losing his cargo. Yes. He went to a point where he drew a gun on the guys and you know, yes. we're not losing this cargo. This is money. I, It's not insured. I fucked up. And you're like, oh dear. 
Yeah. Long story short, uh, it breaks free, that ship sinks, and they make it to the eye of the storm. Yes. And their ship is damaged and yes. leaking. It's taking on water more than it's dumping it out. Exactly. Yeah. They're and, in a uh, spot to trouble. Yeah. Uh, sea Stars crew led by navigator and ex-Navy officer Kelly Forrester, or Foster, Jim Lee Curtis, mm-hmm. and engineer Steve Baker, the bald one, discover the engine room taking on water. Mm-hmm. When Seastar takes refuge in the eye of the storm to make repairs, Volkov appears on their radar. Uh, and this was just when the captain, um, Everton, was going to basically blow his head off. Exactly. He had a pistol aimed at his head. And he's like, I'm, I'm fucked. Yeah. I'm screwed. I was going to make the money, and I can't, and now I'm screwed. Donald Sutherland, yeah, he's, like, sitting in the captain's quarters, and he, like, loads a gun, and he's, like, points at his head and takes well, a drink. Well, it's in the mouth like, first, and he's, yes. like, and he's about to pull trigger and knock on the door, and he takes it out. I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, like, like, we got a ship, and it's unmailed. It's yeah. de- dead in the water. Dead in the water. And he's, like. He's, like, yeah, me too. Yeah, dead in the water. <laughs> That makes He's two like, of us. Okay, well, yeah, weird, but yeah. And then he kind of pulls it away, and he's like, "Wait a sec." <laughs> <laughs> Dead in the water. Wait. <laughs> Money. He, the the dollar signs kind of rolled over <laughs> into his eyes. Yeah. So realizing that it could be worth millions in salvage, Everton orders his crew aboard. Yay! On Volkov, most of the electronics have been destroyed, and the Russian crew are seemingly missing. Everton orders Steve to help a fellow crewman, Squeaky, restore power to the ship. Yeah, Squeaky and Steve have a bromance going on. Yeah. They're like BFFs. Yeah. They're yeah. They're adorable. Yes. Um, Steve was all about finding Squeaky after. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, restore power to the ship. After, immediately afterward, the ship, the power's on. The ship's anchor drops on its own, sinking Seastar with deckhand Hiko and the first mate, J.W. Woods Jr., on board. It's called Woods. Okay, so I have a bone to pick in this part, which I brought up to you while we were watching. Yeah. Both Woods and Hiko can't swim. I think Woods can, but Hiko said he couldn't. Woods just went and grabbed, like, the only life ring that they threw out right said fuck you Hiko I'm out of here yeah he goes he's, like I can't swim and he's like I'll, I'll send get help, help. <laughs> yeah and uh, and and Hiko he, he can't swim and he's got like a big chunk of wood just in his yes his like leg yes but um <clears throat> Woods was saying he's like oh you know like if it wasn't you it would have been me and so that's why I was like well could he not swim either like I'm but anyways the fact that you're on a boat in the middle of buttfuck nowhere and you can't swim. But then I was thinking, like, because they were talking about, um, and I'm not entirely sure where they were, but they were talking about New Zealand slash Australia. And, like, Hiko is obviously indigenous from, I would say, one of the two. So were they, was he, like, a guide, maybe? Maybe that's why he couldn't swim. Was he a part of the I boat? Don't I don't know. Does that make sense? I think, I th- no, because he was, I think, when they're arguing about um, the uninsured, uninsured, no, that was Squeaky, that was Stephen Squeaky talking about mm-hmm. that, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure, I'm sure he was with, right? he, he must have been with him before. Right, right, right. He just 
doesn't swim and has life jacket handy close. I, I'm guessing. It's just really weird. It's just really weird. Yeah, money is money. I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Steve leaves Squeaky to guard the engine room while he is lured to his... Where, where he is... Blah, blah, blah. Where he is lured to his death by a robotic spider-like creature. Yes. Yep. And it's the first thing we kind of see um, these creatures like yeah, exactly luring yep. people basically yeah. away and we see him kind of like grab him and pull him into whatever the vent that he's yeah. looking in it's like oh steve rescues an injured hiko while woods comes out unscathed mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. he gets stitched up by yeah as foster treats hiko in the sick bay chief science officer nadia the sole surviving member of uh, volkov's crew Shoots at the crew and is subdued by Steve. Like, she just kind of bursts out of this room with a gas mask on and just sprays with a machine gun. Yeah. Uh, Nadia is hysterical about it needing power to travel through the ship and implores the crew to shut down the generators. Yeah, she's Makes like, sense. you have to turn the power off. You have to turn the yeah. power off. And they're and like, she oh, is why? scared. Yes. Like, shitless. Like, she yes. is just raving almost. And she's been there for seven days. Mm-hmm. And um, we see a scene, you know, she, like, they get the gun on her and, and it's just on the table with some food. And she makes a break for the table. And they yes. think, you know, it's the gun she's after. No, she's after the food. Totally. She grabs this little, you know, energy bar and she scarfs it down. Uh, she texts Everton and Foster, who subdues her and takes her to the bridge. Uh, Steve, Woods, and crewman Richie go to the engine room to look for Squeaky, but instead yes. stumble upon an automated workshop producing more of the strange robots. So, I love this part. This part really, this part and the part where we see them like building the like human-y robots after, um, this is what I wanted from Screamers. This exact scene where we kind of get to see what they're doing and why they're doing it. Yeah. I feel like these this scene basically is what was missing from Screamers. It's just that little bit of background to kind of fill in those blanks. Yeah. Right? I, I don't know, just as I was watching it I was like, man, why wouldn't they give, you know? Cuz they're always bringing the bodies underground. Exactly. Where are they taking them? Yeah. And in this one that's the same thing where they're getting the bodies, but then we see yeah in a later scene exactly what they're doing with them oh yeah yeah uh, very graphically what they're doing <laughs> with them oh so mm -hmm. the three of them are attacked by the yep. robots and what appears to be a gun-wielding russian crew member yes the russia is revealed to be a cyborg dun, dun, dun. but the three bring it down with salvaged munitions from the ship's small arms locker and take its seemingly dead body to the bridge Yes. Which is a very... Uh, the effects are just great. The dead bodies, the everything yes. is great. Yes. Nardi explains that the sentient electrical energy beam from the mirror took over the ship eight days prior, scanned the ship's computers to find information on killing humans, then used the automated workshops to convert Volkov's crew into cyborgs. Mm -hmm. The one brought to the bridge was the ship's captain and Nadia's husband. Alexei. Yeah. And it's cool how, the, how Woods is... He's very engineering not challenge he, he's he's a he's an engineer he can create he can build stuff very right. easily yeah and the way he's kind of going through like the corpse and low 
you know, the brain, just something inside the brain. And it was like, you know, it's still got activity. Wasn't that Richie? Sorry, Richie, yes. Sorry, yeah, okay. Woods, Richie, sorry. I was like, Woods was scared of everything. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Woods, Richie, I mean, yeah, Richie. Yes, yeah. And he's like, yeah, poking around the brain. And he sees, like, this little screen almost showing yeah. activity. And, like, it, it kind of reacts. It grabs Nadia's arm. They cut it off. And mm-hmm. uh, it kind of falls off. And in a very good graphic scene, it splits its front, you know, it's basically from its head to yes. sternum open, and the, the spine, skull. the skull and spine yeah. with electric, with robotic parts kind of springs it up. jumps out. Yep, and, and Richie just blows it away because he's freaked out. Yes. And he, and right there, he kind of starts to break right there. Yeah, and he's like, nope, 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 fuck this, yeah. nope. <laughs> yeah. As the storm resumes, the crew head for the computer room. On the way, they are ambushed by a converted squeaky and a giant robot that kills Woods, which is a cool scene. Yeah, like, I was going to say, we're just going to glaze over that? Like, you didn't just say what happened? Like, oh, no. He, the squeaky grabs Woods and kind of brings him toward this huge, I think it's called Titan or something. Okay. And it kind of just lifts him up and Woods is screaming, like, help, um, help, 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 yep. help. <laughs> and it punches a hole through his chest. Like, straight up. Yeah, and then just kind of tosses him into Everton and all that. And Woods is dead. Yeah, he was. he's, he's very, very dead. Yeah. The, the survivors barricade themselves in the communications room, where Richie sends out a mayday. However, Everton shoots out the radio, unwilling to give up his salvage. Foster punches Everton and removes him from command. Yes. Richie then <laughs> that uses... That was funny. Oh, yeah. Richie <laughs> then uses the computers to talk to the alien... Credited as the intelligence. Yes. It tells him that it is aware and sees mankind as a virus, which it plans to use as spare parts. Which, like... It's not they're wrong. They're not wrong. We are totally... Well, the human race is totally a virus. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. We suck. <laughs> Boo. This drives Richie insane. Mm-hmm. I think if he was already going there, this pushes him over the edge, causing him to gun down Squeaky and flee. By literally like blasting a hole in the wall and just running off. Right. When the remaining crew leave the room, Everton takes the opportunity to talk to the intelligence, which recognizes him as the dominant life form, which is basically him just BSing its way through. I was going to say, he's just like, hey, I'm uh, Everton and I'm the <laughs> dominant life form here. King of the uh, castle, king of the castle. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's very high on himself, thinking he's, he's king shit. Yes. And the avatar. He's just a big fucking crybaby. Let's be honest. He was greedy, greedy pants. And then, like, they're having all of this horrible stuff happen after um, Foster. Foster was her name. Yeah, Foster punches him, and she. He's like, like fucking squeaky's rump coming through the wall, and he's sitting in the corner just like pouting. He's he's laughing. Okay, well, we're we're leaving. So and he's just sitting there, just kind of smiling, laughing. He's like, he's like punched me and it's like that's what you're dwelling on all this shit is happening and that's what you're worried about you punched your captain it's mutiny you're crazy and she's like ah screw you yeah the crew discovers that the intelligence has moved volkov's computer elsewhere in the ship yes realizing that the ship is moving they return to the bridge by going outside where hiko is lost to the typhoon Yes, and the most anticlimactic death. Yeah, they they could have done more with that, I think. Meanwhile, Everton is guided to one of the workshops, 
where he makes a bargain with the intelligence. Which is a cool scene. You see this where it's is working. So sweet. There's corpses. They're they're just cutting away. This is definitely the most graphic, other than um, Woods getting like chest bumped. <laughs> yeah. This is the most graphic kind of portion, just because it's like a bit more drawn out and it's very in your face. And there's like lots of like my favorite horror movie word squelch. There's lots of squelching. Oh yes. And ripping and tearing and cutting cutting and, and manipulating of flesh and it's it's a very bones and it's very Borg. Yes. Of Star Trek, which yes. which when I saw First Contact, that scared the crap out of me. As it should, that yeah. Was a, that was a good, scary movie. Yes. Um, okay. Foster identifies Lord Howe Island as Volkov's destination, with Nadia surmising that the intelligence wishes to seize a British intelligence station from which it could seize control of the world's military forces. Oof. As they decide to sink Volkov, the survivors are confronted by the now cyborg Everton, which they defeat with a thermite hand grenade. Yeah. In about a 30 second fight. <laughs> yeah, that could Another have been. Another very disappointing. Well, uh, I guess um, so Donald did not want to do this more than a day of the um, makeup. Oh, interesting. So he told him flat out, I want my son, my scenes as this done in a day. Wow. And they're like, well, okay. <laughs> they kind of bowed to his wishes because it's Cause Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland, yeah. Which and I that get. was a fuck ton of makeup thrown on him. It was. Yeah, was it a, looked like two different bodies sewn together. It was. They basically cut his head off and put it on, I think, Woods' body. Right, right, right. But I mean, like, I'm assuming that was actually Donald Sutherland's oh, body. Oh, yeah, of course. Right, but For I mean, like, close. that's what I can't believe, like, because it looks like two different bodies, like a body yeah. and a head. Yeah. And so that was really impressive how and, they did that. And it's got, like, basically it's his upper torso. Right. Everything from his chest below was all robots. Robot, yes. And everything else was, you know, his, I think his hand, one hand was robotic halfway. Yeah. Uh, he had, like, weird little flippy things over his eyes. Yes. It was well done. Yeah, I just wish that, and I guess I understand if he only wants to film for a day, but it's, it was really disappointing just how quick it was. It was like, he swung at like one person and they're like, ah, kick, well, I think what they should have done, because there's that big Titan one, they should have put yes. him on that. Yes, exactly. And have him just chase him. Yes. Like, because this whole movie is kind of cat and mouse, and it just feels like then, you know, all this build up to him being like, you know, this bad guy. And then it's like, oh, no, sorry. And, and obviously they, they kind of double-crossed him a bit. Yes, right. They, they turned him into one of them. But also he seemed to be, he was... Yeah, he didn't really care, I don't think. It's not like he was in control, but at the same time he wasn't. I, yes. I don't know if they were using his voice or what. I don't know. Right, yeah. Um, so they, they escaped that. They emptied the ship's fuel tanks and set explosive charges. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Foster, Steve, and Nardia run into Richie. Uh, he and he, we see a little side story. He's doing his own thing. He's in the like missile room. Yes. Uh, he's got like like a bunch of explosives set up, and still he's quite batshit crazy right now. And he's like painting his face and yeah. like putting on like weird headgear and stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, so you're a bit tinfoil yeah. hat at this point, but that's cool. Yeah. And they kind of they kind of also radio him. You know, Richie, we're looking to run out of get out of here. Let us know what you're up to. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, and then they run into him. Foster, Steve, Nadia run into Richie. Uh, 
a giant robot piloted by the intelligence suddenly appears and attacks Nadia, Richie and Steve. Um, the intelligence captures Foster after she jumps into like the fuel. Yes, yes. And that would just suck. Oh, and there's like a bunch of dead bodies yes. floating in it. Because oh. uh, when Nadia's saying that the, when the intelligence took over, it let out, like it activated all the um, fire extinguishers. Yes. And like 70 some of, of the crew died due to the poison. Instantly, yeah. 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 So that's obviously where they, were. they were all hanging out. Yeah. And the intelligence captures Foster and tortures her for the information of the detonator. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, fuck you. I don't know where it is. And it tortures her. Yeah. Like it, it basically electrocutes her and she's not having a good time. No. And then everyone shows up. Uh, they kind of, they save her. Um, Nadia helps her, you know, get free and they kind of do it on a little uh, weekend escape. Yes. Um, a mortally wounded Richie informs Steve that he prepared a dreary ejection seat that can be used for escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nadia and Steve rescue Foster and Nadia sacrificed herself by shooting a flare gun at nearby gas tanks to kill the intelligence. Yes. Yep. This could have been a little more graphic because it grabs her arm and lifts her up. Yes. They could have done a little more, I don't say torture, but they could I have... I was just going to say torture, and I was like, oh, torture's like the right word. But just kind of holds her, and he's like... Burr. It could have done a little more damage. It could have squeezed the arm. It could have... Pulled an arm off. Yes. Anything. Yeah. 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 I agree. But, yeah, whatever. Um, which it doesn't kill the intelligence. No. Nope. Uh, Foster and Steve make it out safely by using Richie's ejection seat. Which triggers an explosion that sinks Volkov. Yes. Then that's kind of how it dies. It's, it's causing the sentient electricity... Causing the senti- yeah, sentient electricity to disperse in the seawater. We don't see that whatsoever. No. It just sinks. Yeah, I was going to say, it basically, like, everything goes kaboom, and then it sinks, and that's it. Yep, that's it. And then they're floating a la Titanic in the next scene, and that's it. Yeah, and then we get a little um, psych out because we see oh, uh, yeah. we see I uh, see a ship um, sees the, the explosion because right. they, they they answered the call yes and you know if you need help send up a flare yeah um, oh yeah yeah he was like oh that's yeah. uh that's one hell of a flare yeah and they weren't going to because then the intelligence want, would yes. transfer that ship and start over again but um. Yeah, so we get, we see uh, Foster and Steve kind of just floating on the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And we see this other body next to him. We're like, oh, it's... Um, Hiko. It's, it's Hiko, yay. And then she pulls his hair back and his face is all, like, melted away. Yes. And then we get the alien kind of mechanical scream. Yeah. And it reaches out to her and then Foster wakes up and she's on the helicopter and they're flying to safety towards a U.S. naval ship. Yes. The end. The end. The end. There is obviously no second one of this. <laughs> no. No. Because... What's a cool idea? It's a, I was going to say there's so much potential to, like, make a really good second one. Like, literally, like, Screamers, where, you know, uh, something escapes. Something is saved. The intelligence was stored on a radio that they had about, or something. What about Mir? The space station. It exactly. Could, it could have still st- kept something on there. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's um, it's such a cool idea. 
And it's just, um, and I don't, that's the thing is that, like, I don't understand why Jamie Lee Curtis hates this movie so much. Because it wasn't, like, super poorly executed. No. I don't, I've definitely seen worse movies. So have I. Jack Frost. Terrible, oh. terrible movie. Like, are you, t- are you talking about, like, the horror movie? Oh, yes. Oh. Awful. Oh my god! So I was bad. thinking about like um, I think it's on Shutter. What's, what's Watch the it. Snowman movie. I, wasn't that one called Jack? What what was that one called? I think it was called Jack Frost. Yeah. Was it okay? Because that's Tim the Allen. first movie I cried. No, during. not Tim Allen. It was with uh, Michael Keaton. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was stupid like, movie. I, was I thought like, it's a dumb movie. Was like, movie. You, you hated that movie. <laughs> yeah. It was yep. so sad. Both of them are are bad in my opinion. <laughs> You're just on a tirade tonight. Holy moly. pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Rule the day. <laughs> oh, my God. No more Mr. Nice Nick. Yeah. Movie's bad. That. Movie's bad. Nick smash. Oh, Nick smash. <laughs> Spider kiss. I <laughs> <laughs> did that during the movie. Oh, my God. Uh, watch Game Grumps audience or victims please watch Game Grumps so funny yeah Uh, so how do you rate Virus Um, I don't know probably like like I think it's like it's not good but it's not but I had a fun time like I would honestly give it like a (laughs) 2.5 I'll just say the same thing stop taking my vote my, my ratings I yes, just, I agree. It's a two and a half. It's yeah, it's not. It's right middle of the road. Like I, if somebody's like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch Virus," I wouldn't be like, "Oh my God, save your time," <laughs> but I'd be like, "Okay, well, yeah." <laughs> it's a nice little it's flick. Fun. It's they could have done a lot worse with it. Yes, um, the deaths I find. They, I think that that's what I felt let down. It's one of those things where, like, when your parents are like, "I'm not mad. I'm, I'm just, just disappointed." disappointed. Yeah. That's how I felt. Is like the deaths just had so much more potential. Um, the practical effects were amazing. And I think that that's why I was disappointed with some of the special effects. Not that they're bad, but just that they're just not as good as the practical ones. That's the thing is that, you know, when you mix them a bit and just, it's it's 1999 was showing. There was a little bit of CGI, not a lot, but there's enough for the, uh, like the, the, the faraway shots of the robots. Right. And in the faraway shots, it's... It's not terrible mm-hmm. CGI. Right. Uh, it makes it move faster. Gives it more of a exactly. You know, we're in we're in trouble. Um, feeling instead of you know, the up close where it's more clunky, kind yes. of slower moving. Um, but both effects look good. Yes. Uh, yes. Practical effects were phenomenal. They actually that the big Titan type, like Goliath monster uh, robot, that was legit. That was real. Um, how they made that, I have no idea. It looked just hulking, massive, scary. Yes. Uh, had treads. I'm pretty sure it had treads. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, when you first see it, it just tears through a bulkhead. Yes. Which is a, you know, it shows you, okay, they're in trouble. Exactly. Uh, woods had no chance. You could punch right through woods. Yeah. Um. Like he was paper. Yeah. And it made it an actual legitimate threat. Yes. Um. As opposed to, like, the human cyborgs or the little scuttery spider guys. But the human cyborgs, I found, were creepy. Oh, yeah. Like, Like when they encountered, especially when they first encountered Alexi, it's kind of like, when you see him off in the distance, you kind of see, like, this, like, his flesh, like, wiggling on his face and his chest exposed. And you're like, oh, he's... 
he's not okay. <laughs> like, that is not a human. And it's just creepy because his eyes are closed. It's very, like, like you can tell it's almost like he, they're wearing a human suit. Yeah. And it, it, there is no emotion, no nothing. Whereas and Squeaky was a bit more, like, actually... I was going to talk about Squeaky because you yeah. see, you know, his left side of his face was human. Yes. And then you see him turn. He got, like, behind um, silhouette of him. And his right side is just wires and yes. mechanical... And it's just, it's a great, great look, great, great effects. Um, if Jim Lee Curtis doesn't like the movie for itself, fine. Yes. But the effects were great. And yeah. for that, you say, you know, as bad as the movie was, the effects were phenomenal. And yeah. that's where most of the rating for me, the two and a half, totally. goes to effects. Yes. Uh, the the, the story wasn't bad, though. No, you no. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing is that, like, the movie wasn't bad. That's why no. I, I just am having trouble in my head reconciling. And I mean, she has done good movies. But, like, like True Lies, I could watch that all day. Oh, so good. But I just, like, I don't understand why it's so bad. I didn't think it was a bad movie. Neither did I. No. Yeah. I, I think... Oh, I haven't seen all the Halloween, but I'm sure... I've heard H2O was... Rough. Yes, it was yes. rough, but I I I think a lot of the dislike for this movie is is misplaced. For sure. Um, people who've seen it and think it's crap, give it a little watch, and just kind of look at the effects. Yeah. Like. Well, and it's fun. Like there's explosions and there's gore and there's yeah. a couple good jump scares. Like I don't know. I yeah, I enjoyed it. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, no nudity. The language is pretty tame. Very tame. Uh, it's got a Baldwin in it. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's not the worst. Uh, there's, nope. we, we reviewed worse movies than this. this is, and I like this one. I do yes. like this movie. Yeah. I'd even go as far as saying two and a half to three. Sure. Just because it's, it's a good late 90s flick. I agree. Nothing yeah. wrong with it. Nothing terrible. Nope. Um, uh, originality, not so much. Right. But... But it's, 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 it's good. Yeah. It's, it's cool robot movie. Cool, yeah. cool robot killer movie. Yay. Boop, boop. Uh, so the Ichabod kill the flick. Yes. There's a few kills. Some are, are good. Some, uh, poor Hiko's death. That was oh, kind of Oh, that was so, like, so heroically, like, saves Foster. And then he's like, oh, okay, bye. And <laughs> it just gets, like, swept off. And okay. that was it. I need saving now. I, yeah. No. No, no. Okay, bye. <laughs> Okay, cool. Twice in one movie. Thanks, guys. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Hiko. Yeah. But I think I think the kill of Flick deserved, uh, Woods deserved it. Definitely. Just because his is the most kind of, it's it's quick, but it's also very brutal. It is. It is gory. And um, it's kind of what I wish every death in this movie was. Yeah. It was dramatic. There was a pause. You kind of knew what was going to happen, but you, it was like a train wreck. You can look away. You're just like looking at it and you're like, oh, he's about to lose something. Yeah. What, <laughs> looking back, you know, you got squeaky. He gets kind of pulled into the shaft. Yes. And, and that's all we see of him until we he see him being, yeah. yeah. What they should have had was him being, like, you, you don't see, you do, but you don't see what happened, you know, as they're being rebuilt. Right. If you could, if they had a scene of, of Squeaky waking up and having himself being operated on. Oh, with, right. Because I'm sure there's no anesthetic. There's no, yes. like, he was talking. Like, he, I don't know if he was dead or they just 
kept them alive. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I could see what they did with Squeaky's construction. Yeah, like what happened, sort of. Yeah, have because ha- he's still kind of him and Donald Sutherlander were kind of like alive still. They were like a little, like Squeaky, much to a much lesser extent. Yeah, because all he really said was Steve, but like he was still almost like aware. Yeah. Of what was going on. And even because when Everton shows up, you have Woods's. I think it's his body. Yes. And like even have Woods being alive. Because you see his head cut off. Yes. Have Everton come in and have Woods. Because he's worked with him for 25 years. Yes. Which Everton tells the intelligence. Have him plead. You know, Everton, help. Please help. And have Everton's like, sorry. Yes. I'm not the captain anymore. You guys... Uh, turned against me yes and have you know the intelligence kind of you know as he does that you know finish him off yes and remove the head and yeah there there's they could have done more they could have right. been a little more graphic that would have probably changed the rating but well, it's already rated r so i mean was it i thought it was i thought it was not rated r uh, it could be wrong imdb said r i don't know uh it doesn't even say on here Oh, whatever. Whatever. Um, yeah. it, it, they, they could have done more with it. They didn't. Yeah. But it's still a good movie. Totally. 100% agree. And that's, that's, that's why I think of that. Well, speaking of good movies. Okay. Now, this is. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Next week. <laughs> to cap off Killer Robot Month. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> we're going to review Terminator. You're paying for the full seat, but you only need the edge. <laughs> now, <sighs> people, uh, this is a this is was a debate on Facebook on one of the horror websites I'm on, or horror pages. Is Terminator a horror film? Yes. 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 People will disagree, saying no. It's all science fiction. It's an action. No, Terminator your mom's Two. Science fiction. Yes, your mom is science fiction. <laughs> Three eyed hose beast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Terminator 2 and beyond, straight up science fiction action. For sure. Terminator 1. Yeah. Is a horror. Definitely. And I'm going to give it a very vague description of a movie, of, of Terminator. Um, unstoppable killing thing, hunting down a woman and won't stop. Yes. I described Halloween. Right. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Except the killer is a robot. Yeah. Who sent through time to, to kill a woman. And I've, kills I've many always people. thought of the first... Honestly, all Terminators, I think, are are creepy. And um, the second one is definitely more of an action. Oh, yeah. But I think, like, especially these newer ones that are coming out, still action-y. But um, they're, they're creepy. Like, I yep. think that they could easily make a foray into horror. It's it's a borderline slasher. Yes, I agree. Yeah. With with but science fiction with one? science fiction elements. Yes. And yeah. 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 But like, I don't know. Even the one with um Sam um uh what's his name? Wentworth or whatever. Well what's that one? The Terminator? And, yes. Uh, Salvation. I yes, think. Yeah, yeah. That one I thought was scary. <laughs> I mind you, I was not into my horror museum. You know, than I am now. <laughs> but it was, I thought that that one was creepy when I saw it at the time. I went to theaters to see it and I was like, oh, I fucked up. There's a, there's a lot of, I don't say hate, but people aren't satisfied with anything after two. 
Yes. And two right. is two is such a good, good, good movie. Hard to top that one. I was gonna say two is my favorite, but I yes. think that's kind of. I, I like very... I like one and two. Yes. I like them both. Two yes. a little more because the action, I like the two one thousand, yep. and it's got great effects. Yeah. Um, three was too campy. Oh, three was too much. Too goofy. Too much. They got yeah. way too away from the 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 feel, like the the core of the Terminator franchise. Yeah. Um, and everyone was, was waiting for after the war, after the bombs fell. What's, yes. what's it like with a world full of Terminators hunting humans? Yep. We kind of got that in Salvation. I loved Salvation. And people um, didn't, I don't think, love Salvation as much. No, I don't know why. I really I don't. I really liked it. I, I thought it was... I like Genesis. A, yes. I really like Genesis. Genesis really good too. Really good, Yeah. And Dark Fate wasn't bad. It was a no. different take on it. I agree. I like that one too. Yeah. Yeah. But so next week, to cap off Killer Open Month, we're doing Terminator. Hopefully, special guest. Yes. We're still, we're still working. We're working a price out for it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm excited. Yes, I love too. Terminator. I'm always excited. Yeah. This is like what I look forward to every yeah. week. Hope you guys look forward to it too. I'm sure they will. And thank you so much for joining us. This episode was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Horg, and YouTube at the Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Later. Bye.